0: The answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com.
1: President Trump speaking to the nation tonight following his court appearance today, the arraignment in which he pled not guilty to 37 felony counts. Let's listen to President Trump.
2: Cooler than it was, but it's pretty hot out here. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Great birthday. Nice birthday, isn't it? Nice birthday. Wonderful birthday. They were saying happy birthday, I was with. I was with Eric and Laura, the kids. Happy birthday, Grandpa. And I said, oh, great. I just got charged with, they want 400 years approximately. If you add them all up, a fake a fake 400 years. Oh, thank you, darling. That's so nice. It's a wonderful birthday. And we're going to make it into the greatest birthday of all. We'll make it into the
1: greatest of all.
2: When caught, Hillary then deleted... And acid wash. Nobody does that because of the expense, but it's pretty conclusive. 33,000 emails in defiance of a congressional subpoena. Already launched. The subpoena was there, and she decided to uh, delete acid wash and then smash and destroy her cell phones with a hammer. And then they say, I participated in obstruction. Now, think of it. That's called obstruction. (laughs) There's never been obstruction as grave as that. She did this in the face of everything, and yet nobody did anything about it. The FBI and the DOJ protected her, did not issue subpoenas, did not use a grand jury, did not execute search warrants, and then the corrupt head of the FBI, James Comey, declared no reasonable prosecutor would bring a case. Can you believe it? And that was just one of many items. Hillary Clinton broke the law, and she didn't get indicted. Joe Biden broke the law, and in many other ways we're finding out. And so far has not gotten indicted. I did everything right, and they indicted me. But, you know, we're serving as a great example. in the case of Bill Clinton's national security advisor, remember that? Sandy Berger. He was caught stealing classified documents from the National Archives, very big ones, very important ones, by stuffing them in his pants. That's pretty. (laughs) And putting them also in his socks. And he destroyed them and cut the tape with scissors, cut them all up. What Berger did was highly illegal, but he was given nothing. No jail time, nothing. Nothing happened. There are countless other examples. Bill Clinton... Who I happen to like, hard to believe, right? Before I did this, I was actually quite friendly with him. Nice guy. They should have used him a little bit more as an advisor on the 2016 election. He said, you know, you better get to Wisconsin, you're going to lose. No, we're not. You better get to Michigan, you're going to lose. No, we're not. They did. Bill Clinton lost the nuclear codes and absolutely nothing was done about it. He lost the nuclear codes. (laughs) the george w bush white house lost 22 million emails a record nara cannot assure a complete transfer of any of the bush records a document shredding truck was spotted on the way to dick cheney's house can you imagine hillary clinton took hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of furniture china flatware rugs and more from the white house And she wasn't prosecuted. How about that one? She took the furniture and the china. (laughs) How about if Trump did that? You think Trump would have a little problem? The horrific violations of my rights by crooked Joe Biden's weaponized Department of Injustice are unthinkable. It's unthinkable what's happened. So bad for our country. Democrats all, they lawlessly pierced my attorney-client privilege with lawyers. What they did to lawyers, what they have done to our lawyers, our lawyers, all of our lawyers, they've done things that were absolutely horrible and unthinkable. The leaking has been unbelievable and highly illegal. They leak. We've learned more about, from the Washington Post, New York Times, about the DOJ's boxes hoax, it's a boxes hoax, than from prosecutors themselves. We want to read about it. You pick up the Washington Post which is not doing well, or you pick up the New York Times. But they'll do better now because of these things. You know, this is the only way they survive, but they'll end up dying. But it's not supposed to be that way. We don't want to learn from the Times. We don't want to learn from leaks. We want to learn from the people we're supposed to learn from. It's like a leaking sieve in Washington. But we learn nothing about the Biden bribery scheme or special counsel Robert Herr's investigation. Robert Hur is doing the Biden investigation. He's a very respected, very nice person. Very nice person. Mine's not such a nice person. Mine's a deranged lunatic, (laughs) which are many times the magnitude of ours in both number and severity. That's the prosecutor that they gave. He has found nothing. He totally exonerated Mike Pence. I'm happy about that. Mike did nothing wrong, but he happened to have classified documents in his house. But they uh, exonerated him, and uh, Biden is a different story, I mean, so much. You have to really think about what I said as a senator. He took all of those documents. It's unprecedented. The prosecutor in the case, I will call it our case, is a thug. I've named him Deranged. Deranged. Jack Smith. (laughs) I wonder what his name used to be, Jack Smith. It sounds so innocent, doesn't it? Jack Smith. What's his name? Jack Smith. He's a very nice man. He's a behind-the-scenes guy, but his record is absolutely atrocious. He does political hit jobs. He's been known to viciously arrest a certain governor. You know the governor? Bob McDonald of Virginia, and absolutely ruined his life and the life of his family, all these wonderful family members, I knew them, only to have the case overturned eight to nothing by the Supreme Court. He destroyed that man, and he destroyed that family. And by the way, I will tell you, I'm here, and I love you all, and we can take it. But what these thugs, what these thugs have done to my family is a disgrace. I will tell you that. and I say it to all of the fake news because there's a lot of it back there. What they did to my family and that young man right there, he's answered more subpoenas than any human being in the history of the world. And you know what? They have nothing after all of those subpoenas. Literally thousands of them. Congress, fake councils, Mueller report, all of this, all he did is answer subpoenas all the time. At least he's become very experienced at that. Congratulations. But Eric is fantastic, and what he and Don, Ivanka, and the whole group, thats what they've gone through, and these are serious people. These are serious people. But what he's done to my family, what they have done to my family is horrible. He also tried to railroad John Edwards on a completely bogus legal theory that didn't hold up in court. It's no wonder this raging lunatic was shipped off to The Hague to prosecute war criminals using globalist tribunals not beholden to the Constitution or the rule of law. Two things Jack Smith clearly disdains. You take a look at this guy. He looks like a thug. But then I watched him make a speech the other day and he was trembling because it wasn't his territory. He feels much safer in the inner sanctums of the Department of Injustice where he can be in his room and scream at people. He's a raging and uncontrolled Trump hater, as is his wife who also happened to be the producer of that Michelle Obama puff piece. It was total puff piece. This is the guy I've got. Don't forget this persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people, much as if they were trying to destabilize a foreign country. From the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax to the no collusion Mueller witch hunt to impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the 51 lying intelligence officers, how about them, They said, it's Russia disinformation, and they knew it wasn't, which made about, according to some of the great pollsters that are right here, made from anywhere from a 10 to 17 point difference. And yet we still got more votes than any sitting president in history in the second election. And we actually did much better in the second election than we did in the first election. The fake dossier Paid for by the Democrats. How about the fake dossier? Remember that one? You think that was easy to go home and say, hello, darling, how are you, when they read about that? It wasn't easy at all. Spying on my campaign. We caught them spying on my campaign. The FBI, Twitter files, and so much more. It's all been a battle of disinformation, one thing after the other, and all to protect the radical left Misfits. It's also no coincidence that these charges against me came down the very same day. Evidence revealed Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. Took a $5 million bribe. But the FBI and the Justice Department don't even want to talk about it. They showed something on television tonight. It had zero time on the three major networks. Zero. But my uh, impeachment had... Almost all the time. I think I had 351 minutes. They had no minutes. Okay? I think a lot of people are going to vote. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to vote. I will tell you, I just left Miami, and I've never seen love in the streets like that. I've never seen. We've seen a lot of love. I've never seen love like that, because they know... They know what we all go through. They know what we've gone through, and they see it, and they're smart. And, you know, many of those people coming from Cuba, Venezuela, other countries, they've seen this happening to their countries. I used to say that the United States, if it keeps going this way, it's going to be Venezuela on steroids. And now we're buying oil from Venezuela. Can you believe it? We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation, but we're buying tar from Venezuela, and we're refining it in Houston, the dirtiest... Worst oil probably anywhere in the world, and we're refining it so you can imagine what's going up in the air. And our beautiful stuff we're not taking out of the ground and making a lot of money and paying off debt and reducing taxes still further, which we were in the process of doing. They want to distract from the real espionage and the real crime, so let's use President Trump to do so. Let's go out and let's indict President Trump so they don't talk about the $5 million bribe. Just yesterday, Senator Grassley revealed that the Burisma executive who allegedly paid the bribe reportedly has Crooked Joe on tape. They have 17 tapes, I understand. that must, He must be a nice guy to deal with, right? The guy from Burisma, nice company, they got him and Hunter on 17 different tapes, supposedly, but the FBI isn't showing them. Remember, they impeached me for asking a simple question about Biden's corrupt dealings in Ukraine. And now they see that once again, I was right. I was right. I was totally right. <laughs> Joe Biden and the radical left can take foreign bribes and be totally protected. Republicans all, you must finally get tough. You've got to get tough. You've got to get tough and you've got to show them. When you arrest your leading political opponent, we no longer have a democracy. When people are allowed to pour through our open borders and our elections are rigged, our country is in very serious trouble. When inflation is allowed to rage, when energy independence and dominance, we had independence and dominance, we were going to be soon very, very dominant. Within six months, we're going to dominate the whole world with energy, make a fortune. We were going to be paying off debt and lowering taxes at a level that nobody's ever seen, and they came in and they ended it. But when that's taken away from us, when interest rates and taxes spiral upward in an uncontrolled way, when murders are allowed to roam, murderers, these are horrible killers, murderers are allowed to roam the streets of our Democrat-run cities unchecked, but the incompetent district attorney in new york indicts trump for a crime that everybody agrees every pundit everybody there is no crime but murderers go out and nobody ever even comes and knocks on their door and they know they're there and they know their rooms and they know their locations and they're roaming our cities all over and some of them are coming in right now through our borders but then you have a nation that as we are is in serious, serious decline. We have a nation in serious decline. If the communists get away with this, it won't stop with me. They will not hesitate to ramp up their persecution of Christians, pro-life activists, parents attending school board meetings, and even future Republican candidates, which they do. We must end it permanently, and we must end it immediately. Now that the seal so important, is broken. The seal is broken by what they've done. They should never have done this. This was an unwritten rule. You just don't. Unless it's really bad. But you just don't. But the seal is now broken. In addition to closing the border and removing all of the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, I'll have it ended in 24 hours. will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. Name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. And when I'm re-elected, and we will get reelected, we have no choice. We're not gonna have a country anymore. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. And we know who they are. I know exactly who they are. They wanna take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want you silent And I am the only one that can save this nation because, you know, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way and I will never be moving. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank you.
1: This is uh, the Andrea Kay show tonight. And you've just been listening to former president Donald J. Trump at Bedminster Bedminster, New Jersey, speaking to the nation tonight after Appearing in court today for an arraignment in which he faced 37 felonies regarding documents... As he outlined tonight, quite an excruciating detail under the Presidential Records Act and NARA, which is the records organization, the National Archivist Records Association, and the rights that they have versus the rights he has. He he spoke in excruciating detail about how these uh, uh, and we had to jump we had to jump into the speech partway through. But I want to I want to hit some points before we have to take a break on uh, what you might not have heard if you weren't listening to to the speech from the beginning. He said he started out by talking about how today a political opponent was arrested under fake and fabricated charges. He went on to describe it as an election interference, which it is, and political persecution. He said, this is a day that will go down in infamy. He went on to describe that uh, uh, Joe Biden is the most p- corrupt president we've ever had in history and not just his own personal corruption, but how his cabal of Marxist and communist and, and others were seeking to destroy our nation through its weaponization. He then went into excruciating detail with a lot of legal cases, including Bill Clinton. And even even going in deeper than that, talking about how he has a right under the Presidential Records Act um, to decide what to take with him and what gets designated and what doesn't. He said he went into excruciating detail about the Bill Clinton case, where what he said accurately is described as the Socks decision and said that NARA does not have any authority to designate presidential records, what a president has the right to take and what he doesn't. They lack, he went on to say, they lack the right or duty or means to seek any kind of control over any of these documents. He said that according to the Sox decision, which was upheld as part of the Presidential Records Act, that the president of the United States has unconstrained control. He gets to, uh, the president and the president alone gets to decide what he gets to take with him. He also then went in to describe uh, other cases like Hillary Clinton. He even went deeper and farther and wider than that. He talked about how they went in there, how they staged photos, all the different ways in which they were maligning him. Of course, then President Trump did what he did, and he began talking about how all the things that are wrong with this country under Joe Biden, and then wrapped with what he would do in terms of saving this country. If you watch the speech tonight and you have any comments, I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Did any of today's events, this historical day uh, in, in which the first president or former president of the United States has faced felony charges. Are you more supportive of Trump today? Are you less supportive of Trump today? Any thoughts you want to share on this, Skins? Anything that jumped out at you? Any thoughts that you have on today's events or Trump's speech tonight? You know, sometimes we criticize, uh, and rightfully so, that Trump doesn't go far enough Uh, I think he's been getting a lot better at it. And I think this speech tonight, Andrea, at least from my personal perspective and opinion, I really think I saw for the first time in many years. This is the Trump we saw back in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. His speech tonight was I wish um, we're going to hopefully later get the audio of the beginning part of the speech that you missed, because I actually thought that that was incredibly powerful and gripping. His tone, how presidential he was, how absolutely fierce he was. i It was a mic drop moment the way he called out Joe Biden and the po- political persecution of an opponent in order to steal the outcome to rig an election again. And by the way, this this should be noted for all of you that are still watching Fox. Had it up in the studio just to see what they would be doing. Yeah, they were covering the Trump event. On the left-hand side of the screen, I guess Biden was speaking at the same time, and they had the audacity to put Biden on the screen. Yeah, we got to give a shout-out to local KUSI News, who actually played the speech in its entirety. Um you know, I was actually going to open the show with some clips of like, uh, you know, alleged, you know, historian David Brinkley, who today was talking about how he was nervous about the bomb threats today and, and that, you know, it, it, and his crappy legal uh, historical analysis of, um, you know, um, that if, if, uh, Donald Trump isn't prosecuted, the nation will be committing suicide, and just what what a crap weasel this guy is. And you listen to President Trump tonight, recall, of course the speech was written for him, but the the detail in terms of the legalities of this case leaves anybody with half the brain God gave a donut, understanding that the, the there's a reason why, even before his speech tonight, that more than half of this country understand that this is about politics tonight. And the American people need to start, uh, need, need to start rallying together around him. I get that there was, you know, it's funny because the same conservatives like Brinkley here and all these never Trumpers that were like telling people, you shouldn't go there outside the courthouse. How dare Charlie Kirk ask anybody to go outside the courthouse? If you go and there's some, you know, Antifa business that goes on or it turns into another Jan 6, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to care. And then when it's 100 degrees and sweltering and a couple thousand people show up, then it's like, oh, gee, they he didn't have the support that he was supposed to have. Then tonight, I he, I see criticism of the DeSantis cam, campaign saying, look at Donald Trump. He skipped up to Bedminston, New Jersey. Why didn't he stay here and, and support the people in Miami that supported him today? Well, let me, let me correct the record for you DeSantis people. And by the way, DeSantis is today, as long as the silence by the other Republican uh, candidates for president, particularly Ron DeSantis, because the rest of them have no shot at winning. I love Larry Elder. Thanks for being on the show last night. Had some laughs. You're a great radio host. You have no shot of winning the presidency. None whatsoever. And Ron DeSantis clearly is so full of his own aspirations that he doesn't give a crap as to what's happening to a citizen from his state, let alone that it is a former president of the United States. On the receiving end of persecution, because he's he's betting on that if Trump gets gets convicted and goes away, that people are just going to automatically vote for him. And Ron DeSantis, I'm here to tell you that that's not that's not a given for you. Your silence today as a former JAG officer is incredibly troubling for me, because you know that Donald J. Trump is innocent. And at no point have I heard from Ron DeSantis in the last two days about the 17 recordings. That Chuck Grassley says the FBI has and the FBI did not refute today. And we'll be playing some of that later. I haven't heard Ron DeSantis speak out not only against the tyranny, the jackboots on the neck of an American citizen, particularly one who's dedicated his life to this country, nor have I heard him speak out against the FBI for withholding audio recordings of a now sitting president of the United States involved in a bribery scheme. If you're staying silent on any of these two things today, right now you're a no for me. Oh, political came out with a report today. Here's how Ron DeSantis plans on dismantling the deep state. Man, you ain't said a word about it. Not a word. I tell you what, Skins, I am as mad at these so-called Republicans... They're allowing this to happen. Trump at the end of his speech said, remember, this is this is not about me. It's about you. I'm just in the way. The one thing I agree with Newt Gingrich, the one thing Trump needs to start adding to his speeches is the Jan 6 defendants. The Americans that, that, that parents that spoke up at school board meetings that are now being targeted by a weaponized DOJ, he needs to start connecting those dots. When he says it's not me, they're after it's you. He needs to then, just like he gave excruciating detail tonight about the other legal, legal cases, not even just including Hillary Clinton, but Bill Clinton and others, uh, and all the documents and classified here, he needs to get into some of the legal cases about the American citizens that are on the receiving end having their constant. Constitutional rights stripped from them including happening in the state of Florida according to FBI whistleblower Steve Friend. We're going to take a break. When we come back we actually have former federal prosecutor John O'Connor who was also incidentally attorney for Deep Throat back in the Watergate days and he will be here to weigh in on the indictment and Trump's speech tonight. Let me give you the book that he's written as well. He's been on before. The book is The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened, Postgate, How the Washington Post Betrayed, uh, Deep Throat, Cover Watergate, and today's partisan advocacy journalism and more. Stay tuned.
0: The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K., whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We played a good bit of President Trump's speech tonight from Bedminster, New Jersey. We brought it to you live. Uh, we will replay the beginning part of his speech that happened before the show a little bit later on. But now we need to get some really um, phenomenal legal analysis. We've got for you guys tonight former federal prosecutor and attorney to none other than deep throat director in the Water Days, uh, Watergate Days, that's how great we are to you guys. His name is John O'Connor. He's also book of the uh, author of the book, "The Mysteries of Watergate: What Really Happened." And he joins me now. Hi, John O'Connor. Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
3: Hey Andy, good to be with you.
1: Okay, so so much to get into tonight. I don't know if you saw President Trump's speech tonight. I, my listeners actually missed the first part, which I, which I thought was so. Um, it, it was just, I mean, it, it it just scorched Joe Biden and his FBI and DOJ, and they it, it went into excruciating detail about all the other cases that, uh, like the Socks decision and beyond, uh, regarding Donald Trump. But as a fore- Former federal prosecutor, what do you want the listeners to know about this case and its ramifications?
3: Well, I, a couple of things. Number one, the, the bad side of this is it's a strong case of obstruction. The 31 counts of uh, mishandling classified documents are nothing burgers. Uh, you know, uh, when you compare it to what Hillary and Biden did and, you know, uh, Uh, And he had a a basis to have those documents under the Presidential Records Act. You don't have to hand them over right away. And, you know, so that's not a big deal. What is a big deal is that he apparently moved boxes and deprived his lawyer of looking at all the boxes who had to make a certification to the government that he'd searched everything. And he only found so much in classified documents and handed those over. So that's going to be a tough defense, Andrea the only defense I can think of that Trump could or should make is to say, look, I don't think I had an obligation to turn over these documents at all because I declassified them. And I think this is nonsense. And also the archives had also already told me that contrary to the Presidential Records Act, I could not look at Russiagate documents. Now, if you look at the Presidential Records Act, even though the government owns the records, you have unfettered access as an ex-president to all unclassified documents, and then they have to give you access as appropriate to the national security classified documents. Now, an ex-president says, by the way, as he's negotiating, I, I'll give you all my documents. I just want you to make sure that I get to see my Russia documents. Well, the archive says, no, we're not gonna do that. That's earlier in the year. So there's plenty of reason for Trump to be upset and to, And if he says, gee, I didn't think these were classified anyway. uh, Now,
1: let me ask you this. Yeah, that's a tough defense. Well, let me ask you this. We're talking to John O'Connor, former federal prosecutor. I'm not an attorney, but I am somebody that loves our justice system and has watched more hours of court cases than I'm willing to admit because people will think I'm a weirdo. But, you know, when it comes to. What, it, what went on between him and his attorneys, we don't even know how they were able to breach that attorney-client privilege and get to this communications because that was handled in secret, uh, in secret. So, I'm, and other legal analysts are particularly troubled with the phony, criminal, whatever. Um, you know, th- this is not a case of where, uh, you know, his attorneys helped hide a body, OK, and well, that's right. Right. That's right. So so I'm not explaining it very well, but there there has been nothing to, that, that has been presented to justify them basically piercing attorney client privilege. And is that not fruit of the poisonous tree?
3: Well, you've asked a really good question. First of all, I think you can carry this thing about you, you have something called the crime fraud exception that basically if you're using communications to commit a crime, that those are not privileged and you know usually it involves something like the a guy helping uh, the mafia pull off a hit or something like that now in this case what is absurd about this is that the lawyers had no idea if this is a crime the lawyers had no idea that he was engaged in one Mm -hmm. they convinced the judge that there must be something to this because they think trump committed a crime therefore any communication with his lawyer with the lawyer's is uh not privileged well that goes way too far mm-hmm. and the fact is the fact is is the conversations with the lawyer betrayed no knowledge on the part of the lawyer that he was doing anything to um you know to to further a crime quite the country thought everything was hunky-dory so if we are going to say that every time a lawyer gives his client advice which is good advice sound advice the lawyer's being honest and then the client goes out, let's say, ignores it, uh, you know, which happens all the time, by the way, mm-hmm. both civilly and criminally. My clients disregard my uh, <laughs> my stuff more than I'd like to. I like them to. But that doesn't mean the privilege is pierced. And so your your analysis is very spot on. Uh, can they use this evidence, which is key evidence, by the way, to go after Trump? Uh, I, I think there's a really good argument that 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 should be stricken, and that's a very very good point, and maybe a, a, a linchpin of his defense. Thank you. Now, what they would, what they would still have is they would still have, you know, uh, Nauta, Muldin, Nauta, the body man, uh, moving the, the boxes, and they would still have his emails, uh, you know, and 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 so, you know, obviously Trump knows that 34 boxes didn't make it back to the storage area. And this is without anything, anything from the lawyer. Uh, So it's still tough. So what I would do, Andrew, if I were he, I would say, look, I thought the government, I didn't think had a right to, I don't, I didn't think I had an obligation to give anything to the government. They breached their duties. Mm -hmm. Uh, These documents were, um, what do I want to say? These documents were an overreach. I don't think they had a right to them. I just to avoid trouble, I gave them thirty boxes and had the lawyer look at thirty boxes and yeah, yeah, I knew they were getting weren't getting some boxes. But on the other hand, I didn't think they had a right to any of these things. I I think you might get a few jurors that will hang this up.
1: But well I think what what do you think about yeah. we're talking to John O'Connor, former federal prosecutor and attorney to Deep Throat. What about motions to dismiss? I think he's got a lot of arguments about motion to dismiss.
3: Well, I think those will probably fail. I think Judge Cannon. I think you can get rid of. I think you can get rid of a lot of those thirty-one espionage counts. That's for sure. Well, Yeah,
1: espionage is absolutely ridiculous.
3: It's absurd. It's absurd. It's not. But then, espionage. but then,
1: right? But then, isn't it also a process crime? How do you how do you obstruct justice when there's when when the Records Act and and the, and doesn't even have a criminal component?
3: Well, that's another good question. But uh, theoretically, once they once can you tell I watch a lot of can you
1: can you tell I've watched a lot of court TV in my day?
3: Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get together with my wife, who's who's a medical expert, who's watched every medical show, the two of you could just uh, you know kill the world. Okay. Thank
1: you.
0: Uh, So, so
3: in any case, yeah, the. i'm trying to think what you just asked about me. obstruction
1: how could it be obstruction of justice if oh, there's uh, yes, no criminal yeah. part aspect to the pra
3: well you don't need to have that tether all you need to have is a proceeding and now let me get to that you have a criminal proceeding to which uh, the obstruction statute applies you cannot obstruct that quote proceeding unquote because it's a criminal proceeding opened up however That criminal proceeding, and this is really uh, nothing probably that Trump can do anything about, but the proceeding was opened up completely on a pretextual basis. What Trump did is he handed over 15 boxes in January 2022. The archives, which is part of the White House, they have liaisons in the White House, buddy buddies with Biden. They looked at the documents and said, oh, my gosh, some classified documents were touching unclassified documents. And they write a referral letter to the Justice Department.
1: Which has it's never like been that. done, by the way. In fact, uh, you know, uh, Elise Stefanik got some, uh, an FBI person on the record to say that uh, or a neighbor, one of these people to say that they have never in the history. They get about 80 calls a year and have never in the history done a criminal referral to the DOJ for anything right. regarding scenarios that you just described.
3: It's ridiculous. So they open up a criminal case, even though there's no crime. What is the crime? in a president removing documents which he can do under the presidential mm-hmm. records act with some unclassified touching classified it happens all the time
1: not, yeah
3: so it's, it's not like you're dealing with herpes. you're not infecting right. it right okay. what
1: about okay? right and, and, and what about the what about the defense that says was joe biden's documents and that were unsecured in a in, in a garage where they're not classified documents touching unclassified documents can he not use as the defense the arbitrary of uh, it, it, that this, is, it, this is, uh, amounts to abuse of power, given um, uh, the documentation of Joe Biden and others and Hillary Clinton and all the rest of them that have done far worse?
3: Unfortunately not. I mean, you can, you can let five murders go, and if you catch a six murdering, and that's what's unfair about it. It's unfair, and the American people should rise up in revolt. But it is not, unfortunately, that's not a defense. Now uh, I will say this about Biden and Hillary: both of them use their classified documents for profit and for corruption. Yes, Hillary's the reason Hillary didn't. By the way, which were all hacked anyway, as as Comey admitted. Her documents she did not want to reveal because they would reveal corruption. She got between 150 and 300 million bucks from the Russians mm-hmm. to do this uranium one transfer. Now, meanwhile, of course, uh, Biden is using his documents in a curated studied intentional way to act like he's a big shot at the Penn biden center and to act to the chinese like he's got influence so he's using those documents for influence peddling even hunters on record as seemingly quoting a classified document to try to pitch burisma in the ukraine for that board position that he got so these guys hillary and biden are using the documents for corruption trump is not and Trump has a right to the documents. Hillary did not have a right to use them on a private server.
1: Neither did Mike, Mike Pence didn't have a right to take any as vice president. Biden didn't as as a senator. And, I, you know, I just I think that uh, we got to wrap it up. I mean, I think that this to me, I said back in 2017 that they were going to dig and dig and dig. Until they could find a hammer that he wrote off without a t- without a receipt, because this they were yeah. targeting him. And what I want the American people: Did he possibly do something wrong? you know, with moving a, do- a box here or there, name one person, your former federal prosecutor, name, you've got to know more than anybody how true Stalin's statement was, which is show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And if the if the federal government decided they wanted to go after my producer over here, potato skins, they if they were decided to, they could find something that they could prosecute him for. If they dug well, and dug and this. dug.
3: I'll tell you this, tell you this, on almost every criminal... Subpoena. There's an interaction between the lawyer and the client as to whether and to what extent to give up documents, and oftentimes the lawyer doesn't follow the the or the client doesn't follow the lawyer's advice. If you can bust that attorney-client privilege every time, then you're going to find an awful lot of obstruction cases. Mm-hmm. Obstruction happens all. The time you're not well. A was it illegal for? Excuse
1: me for interrupting. But the court documents say that Donald Trump said, "What if we don't r- respond to this? how How is that cr- part of the crime? You know what was it that you said? The cr- the crime or whatever? Um, y- you know uh, that's not reason to breach privilege. What, what client doesn't ask you? Did- what client doesn't ask you whether or not you've got to fulfill some aspect of discovery or what happens I if agree you don't? with you.
3: I agree with you. I think it is absurd to say that because somebody is asking a lawyer for legal advice and is getting good legal advice, that somehow that is a crime fraud exception when the lawyer is not teaching him to commit a crime, not helping him commit a crime, but giving regular advice, that privilege should never have been breached. I think it's Judge Beryl Howell that that, uh, ruled that way. And was really kind of probably flummoxed by the prosecutors, but this is not what the crime fraud exception is meant to cover. So your question right there, you're hitting on a very much of a weak point here for the prosecution. Yeah. Well, I, I think the only th- problem is is that the subpoena asked for documents classified markings. Trump, even if he thinks they're unclassified by his fiat, which he can do, he still didn't hand over documents classified markings. Now. So what we've got is we're going to have a jury that may well be split. I think if he uses skillful lawyers, the jurors are going to hang. I don't think he's going to get a complete acquittal. But I think this is going to be one that is going to really go down along uh, party lines. I mean, you find uh, CNN and um, MSNBC cannot get enough of this. So they're convening panels to talk about this. I and none of them, this.
1: and none of them are getting to the truth. You know who the only person is, is that's accurately reporting this is Julie Kelly. I don't know if you follow her on Twitter. She's, oh, I love Julie Kelly. She yeah, she's amazing. And one of the things she she discovered was this was not the subpoenas, and this was not based upon probable cause that somebody saw something untoward that happened in, in 2022. They actually started this investigation on on January 20th, 2021, the day after President Trump declassified all the documents related to the to cross for hurricane?
3: Well, that's what I'm telling you is that this whole thing has been the uh, National Archives are playing a partisan role when they're not supposed to. They've been partisan from day one. And like I say, one of the key things that nobody's paid the attention to, and I think you should look into this because this is part of it, you will see that Trump tried to make a deal in early 2022 in which he gave over all the documents, but was allowed to see as he has a right to, under the Presidential Records Act, has a right to look at the Russiagate document. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. Now, that is, the archives is not doing its duty. It is refusing to do a duty, and arguably you could probably find some statute because you have the right to honest services that maybe they're committing mail fraud. But uh, but basically, I think
1: Trump highlighted so that I'm, I'm going to have to wrap in a second when he said that that NARA does not have the right to decide what are presidential records that he gets to look at.
3: That's right. That's so, right. yeah, don't. yeah, they, they do don't. Not.
1: They don't. So um, do I think, you know, I think that just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, you know, uh, this is what's what's gone on here is just blatant two tiers of justice in this country. This is nothing more than the FBI. And when when you when I have to bring on a federal prosecutor to dig to, to dig into the minutia to try to find something to justify this, it's not justifiable. When, when Naira gets about if 80 calls a year from libraries here and here, and we, we've already gone through it all. When Hillary Clinton's attorneys got a complete immunity, when she was brought in to be interrogated by the FBI and not under oath, and she was allowed to destroy her devices and and delete 33,000 pieces of government property each one under subpoena this should not be happening in the United States of America this is persecution through prosecution to control the outcome of our elections and um and and I personally have family that has been on the receiving end of a former uh, a former U.S. attorney who wanted to run for governor in the state and decided to come after my family's business as a way to try to make a name for himself and thank goodness my family's smarter than he was and had great records and was able able to refute it all. But my message to the American people is you've got to be that kind of smart. And first thing you got to do is recognize is this is not just about Trump. If they can do this to Trump, they can and we'll do it to, to you. And, uh, you know, do you agree or disagree? Final thoughts, John O'Connor, last 20 seconds.
3: Well, all I'll say is this. He's got a tough road to hoe on the actual uh, uh, obstruction. They got a very strong case there, even though it is technical, even though they've breached duties right and left. And it is terrible. And I hate to see that the moral high ground, which he had, because he has been completely innocent in everything from day one, impeachments, everything else. He's actually probably, and I'll say this with some trepidation, is actually technically probably guilty of not handing over documents to classified markets. But having said that, You've hit the nail on the head. The way this was done is so against our civilized norms. Remember, it is better that a thousand guilty men go free than one man be persecuted wrongly. And you've got a case here of a blatant political prosecution. I think he's technically guilty, but... Come on
1: now. Well, like I said, yeah. y- y- you know, if if the, the federal government dug through all of our sock drawers, uh, they could find something with which to prosecute us. John O'Connor, thank you for a really, really great discussion tonight. Really appreciate you being here.
3: Everybody, I'm going to tell everybody. Great questions. Thank you, Keep sweetie. watching those legal shows. Okay? I will.
1: Thank you. Come back soon. And John's book is The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened. Stay tuned.
0: Andrea Kaye, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Wrapping up our one here. Just had a lively discussion, interesting uh, legal discussion with the former federal prosecutor who tr- who said that from his standpoint that he sees that in one aspect Trump could be guilty of obstruction here, and that the issue is really unequal justice in the in this country. Um, so there's that. If you missed any part of, of that discussion uh, before that, we played the tail end of Trump. We picked up Trump's speech tonight. Uh, As it was live We will play the beginning parts next hour That you might have missed First up though We're going to do a little palate cleanse It's Tuesday night Gary Quackenbush will be here Quacking the whack With his crazy legal stories And then we're going to have our buddy Brian Maloney from Red Wave America Will be here To weigh in on everything that's happening I need me some spicy fried chicken I need my comfort food tonight (laughs) y'all So don't go anywhere Get yourself a little snacky Get yourself a cup of hot Tea, like I got, and rejoin me here in a couple of minutes. Stay tuned.